every time you do a trailer read, you have to be like, nope, this is how it's supposed to sound. If you don't like it, screw you, but this is what it is. <laughs> Getting feedback from someone, choosing not to take it personally, is actually very freeing. And I find for me that I do the worst when I'm trying to give somebody what they want. It's like the modern version of the, the two people inside of a horse. <laughs> Times are changing. We want different voices. We want different races. We want more female voices. I think it's a beautiful thing. And there is something about the strength in numbers that has been really emboldening. Lying on the floor, flopping around like a <laughs> like a fish for 45 minutes. We work in isolation booths. So if we, want, if we don't want to be isolated, we should leave those booths. Never think, uh, I hope he asks me to be, hope he pitches me to whoever it is. Like, if you think that way, then you're just trying to use people. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God, that's him. Wow, you got the part. Hired on the spot. Yeah. He pilots my meat suit. I've only heard really bad things about Jamie. Instead of trying to figure out how to get into it, I just brought a bunch of people together that none of us knew the industry. Stop wiping expectations on any audition. As soon as you start telling stories and having actors touch people's heads and hearts with their performances, you're going to have people that are going to want to connect to the people behind those voices. You're going to get a lot more no's than you get yeses, and I, that's true for me today. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Now, today we are covering a subject that I don't think we've actually ever covered before, and that is political ads. Now, we're doing things a little bit differently this week. We're starting out with a regular interview, and then we're going to go into reviewing listener submissions. I posted this in the Facebook group the other day, which can be found at facebook.com slash groups slash VO School podcast. And listeners sent in their submissions. And the way it worked was I posted two scripts, one positive and one negative. And each submission was told to read both one after the other in the appropriate styles. Now, I will give you the specs for each one. So the positive ad, uh, the specs were positive, uplifting, aspirational and honest. Those were the adjectives used to describe the vibe that the director was looking for in that read and in the negative one it was no nonsense fed up sense of bewilderment and then a turn up for the Clara Costa line and that will mean something to you later when you hear the actual script so it started out negative and attacky and then when the candidate was brought in the candidate this ad was for uh, it became much more positive of course so that's what we were looking for now, before we get into that, I want to just remind you that we have our dates for the Vocation Conference this year. Vocation is a conference that myself and Karen Gilfrey put on in New York City every year, and it is the 11th through to the 13th of September. It'll be in the same place, Symphony Space, on the Upper West Side in New York City. So when we say New York City, we don't mean an airport near the city. We are in the city with this conference. It's a huge amount of fun. It's hugely rewarding and fulfilling. And there's a massive amount of information for you to gather for yourself about marketing, the business side, websites, SEO, negotiation, a whole ton of stuff to do with business and doing your taxes and what have you. So you should check us out, vocationconference.com for the website. And we're also on Twitter and Facebook. And the reason I bring up that, not just to promote it, is because Jim and Sam from today's episode will also be there. So if you come along, you can shake their hand and introduce yourself and say hello. 
So anyway, that's enough of that. That's enough of my ads. Anyway, here's one more before we get into the interview and review with Jim and Sam from Lotus Productions. The National Zoo. Because sometimes you just need to stroke a llama. Instagram. Download it and start embarrassing your teenagers today. Resolve spot and stain. Because the dog's gonna drag his butt on the carpet. He just is. Engage the droid army with this Lego Star Wars Republic fighter tank. Hi, it's J. Michael Collins. And these are just a few examples of the first-class demos my team and I are producing. If you'd like to have something similar, visit jmcvoiceover.com and click on the Demo Production tab to find out more. Okay, so today, very exciting, I'm joined by Sam Euphret and Jim Canelli from Lotus Productions. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jamie. Always a pleasure. Great to be back on uh, VO School podcast. Well, it's a thrill to have you both. Um, so today we're talking about a subject I know pretty much nothing about because I'm a British person in America and I never get hired for this kind of work. It's political ads. And I know you guys do a ton of this stuff and that season is ramping up for all of us, right? especially for you. Right. Yeah. This is the time uh, uh, we do do a lot of political advertising. My sister and I have been uh, involved in political advertising going back to Mike Dukakis for president. So you can uh, Google him and figure out uh, <laughs> what that cam- when that campaign took part. But uh, political advertising has always been a big part of Lotus Productions. It's a, a side of the industry that's very specific. It's a side that we really enjoy. Uh, obviously, politics is an important uh part of all our lives. And uh, what's unique about political advertising is you really get to see what happens. Like somebody wins in the end. Uh, you might be the voice of like Tri-Valley Honda dealers, but you probably don't really know how many Hondas they sell or lease. But uh, when you work on a campaign, uh, you really get emotionally and in, uh, involved in it. You have to be part of a team. And so you really find out at the end that like, wow, they got 17% of the vote. They stunk. <laughs> like, we yeah. made all those spots and it went nowhere. Uh, or somebody wins and you kind of feel like you were part of it and you might yeah. uh, have pushed something forward. So For it, good it, or bad. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who does the casting and the production for these kind of ads? Are they standard production companies? Are they specific to political work? How does it work? They usually are specific houses that work solely on um Politicals. So they usually have offices out in D.C. or major political hubs, pretty much like swing states and things like that. And they're in charge of trying to get the voices and the campaigns rolling, especially since it goes so quick. They have to always be on top of stuff. So they usually have a couple of little outlets everywhere. Right. There's specific consultants. uh, Most of the major consultants, obviously, as Sam said, have, you know, D.C., Maryland, Virginia offices. But then they might have satellite offices in Seattle or Chicago or like down in Dallas. But it's really a political consultant business. Advertising agencies don't really handle uh, and production companies. They really don't handle political work. It's really it's a specialist profession. Right. Yeah. Um, Sam, are you noticing any voice print trends this time around this cycle uh, that's different to before? Yeah, I would say there's probably a lot of localization now in the terms of they want people to have that regional sort of twang to their sound. So if you're running an ad in Wisconsin, you want somebody to sound like they're from Wisconsin. If you're doing an accented or Spanish language uh, or any kind of language ad in a particular area, you want a demographic that's in those areas. Like think of Miami, for example, if you're going to run an ad in Miami, you want somebody who speaks with a Cuban Spanish accent or like a Cuban Spanish American accent. You don't want 
just like one wide-reaching swath of one person to go across the whole country. So they're really trying to make these ads more about trying to connect with who's actually in the area. So this way, you know, I guess it makes you more trustable. Yeah, it's more relatable, right? Yeah, it's natural for them to, just like most advertising of voiceover work, they're trying to be more authentic. They're trying to be very specific. So as Sam said, if you're in Texas, you're looking for a Spanish announcer who does, who's more Mexican vibe. If you're in California, Southern California, also Mexican. Uh, so uh, we have to follow those trends when we're casting. And in terms of delivery, would you say it's, you know, as all advertising, it's becoming more conversational, more of a conversation between the the ad and the listener versus looking down on high and <laughs> making proclamations? Yeah, you know. yeah it, it seems to be a combination. You still hear that very strong male voice in there. Yeah. You still hear the generic... Uh, female voice that uh, we'll talk about it today. That's sort of like, what's going on here? I'm confused. This is my community. Uh, those are sort of these generic stereotypes that have been in uh, political advertising. They still work. There's reasons why they work, why they ring true with with people, how they have affect people's, uh, you know, how they're going to act, how they're going to vote. But uh, as Sam mentioned, we do see a trend now where obviously we're going to be more authentic. We do things that are more conversational. Mm. The copy is written that way. Uh, and you know, later today, we'll talk about like major consultancies versus like more grassroots companies that are starting to come into political advertising and how they're affecting the voice. So that's, that's a good question. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And finally, before we get stuck into the uh, submissions, what about the good part? Yeah. <laughs> what about turnaround time for these projects? Are they? Is it super snappy, super fast? Oh, it's light speed. Yeah. You have to be on top of it because, you know, they have the, these consultants have their own engineering and production teams. They're running 24 hours during the political seasons. They have an engineer at the board mixing, cutting and putting together these spots. So you have to be available at any hour of the day, because if they have to have something ready to air by 1159 p.m. that day, you got to be ready to go. So right. this is a really fast paced part of the industry. It's hard to keep up with. Right. So there are people who make careers on this stuff. Just because they're like ready and available to go. It's like, I know I have to block out these next 18 months. Don't bother me. So it's like <laughs> one of those situations. Yeah. Because the, the spots are constantly changing and updating because eventually as the campaign starts, uh, as it goes forward, you're competing against uh, another consultant and they may say like, okay, we're going to, we have put a spot about on this. Uh, we, we created a spot that's about policemen on the street. We need to increase more policemen on the street. So you want your candidate to respond to it. Mm. So you have to create a commercial within hours. And, you know, it, it's, it's no joke. We do spots in the morning, like at 10 o'clock in the morning. And by noon, they're talking about them on CNN. Yeah. Uh, it's really an, an immediate, immediate business. So as much as, you know, we all know voiceovers is about quick turnaround. You got to be ready. Political voiceovers is even quicker. Wow. It's an amazing demand. And you really have to be on your game. But we love it. Like, I think it's great. I love it that they call up and like, we need him right now. And we're like, okay, he's available right now. He's so, yeah. sitting in his booth. <laughs> He'll read it. Uh, and uh, it just makes it, it's a fun part of it. But professionally, you really got to be up to speed because you don't get a second chance with these consultants. We are, come, my sister and I, Marion in specific, are contacted all night long about like, Who's available? We're probably going to be ready at 10 p.m. We're looking for this type of female voice or this type of male voice who might be available. And we'll be like, okay, you know, this person in Denver is available. This person in Seattle is available. Yeah. Uh, 
there's an element, uh, initially how we became very popular in, in political advertising, uh, going back to the Clinton Gore campaign right around 2000, Lotus Productions always follows technology. It's how we try to keep our company going forward. Uh, so we devised a plan and back in 2000 for Clinton Gore, uh, that's talked about in the film, the war room. If you ever see that, yeah. we would have a similar voice in New York, Chicago, Denver, and LA. Uh, so they could keep working all across 24 hours. Yeah. So uh, we have announcers that had similar tones because initially they were like, we were sitting here till 9 PM in New York with an announcer waiting for copy to be approved. Right. And I was like, well, this is a waste of time. So, so let's, let's do something where like, okay, we'll be in New York till six o'clock. And then if the copy's not approved, dump New York, go to Chicago. And then you'd have the next guy available in Chicago for so many hours and so many hours. Oh, that's and, clever. And now political advertising is structured the same way, Sam and I have structured it where globally we have announcers yeah. all around the world standing by. So if you need an announcer in Australia who happens to be an English American voice, you can get to that guy or get uh, to that woman. Yeah. So you got 24 hour coverage. Yeah. That's how we work 24 seven. Brilliant. Okay. Well, should we get to the reads? Yeah, that's the fun part. Let's hear it. Okay, so I'm going to ease a lot of listeners' concerns because everyone who submitted, I know they're getting sweaty palms right now. I think we're going to do it in alphabetical order with Christian name, with first name, um, because that's how I've got it organized, <laughs> if that's okay with you guys. So you can predict when you're going to come up in the uh, the running. Um, Great. But, but listen to everyone's read. It's important. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't just skip around. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't skip ahead to your read. Yeah, Wolf Williams is going to be right at the end. <laughs> so Wolf can just take a nap now. <laughs> Wolf is worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> also with a W. Yeah. <laughs> it's a branding opportunity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Abby Getty. Abby Getty. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Okay, so that was Abby Getty. So what do you guys think? Uh, first off, sounded great. I thought Abby did a very good job. That's a nice, nice start. Uh, my initial reaction was like, okay, with direction, I could definitely put you into the pattern that political consultants are looking for. There's definitely a rhythm to reading uh, political advertising. Uh, if you listen to it, if you go online and check it out on YouTube, there's a certain style that they try to achieve with the announcer, whether they're male or female. Uh, in specific, I know uh, Abby started with that uh, positive one. Hmm. Uh, I thought she had a much better feel for that one. Uh, she punched up the words that are important, like, you know, global business, thousands of jobs, things like that. She, she pulled out the right words, which is typical in a political spot. They'll be like, underline these words. Uh, so I thought she had that down. I thought she did a nice job on the bullets on the bottom, the uh, job creator, problem solver, that sort of thing. Yeah. On the negative ad, I don't think she started uniquely. She started negative enough to uh, 
sort of, there's a thing that female voices are used a lot on negative ads uh, because they're trying to heighten your awareness. They're, you're trying to get people to change their ideas. That's the whole purpose behind negative ads. So I would have directed Abby in specific to be a little darker, a little more like gray skies on that. Mm. Uh, what were your thoughts, Sam? Yeah. So overall, I pretty much have a lot of the same comments. What I would say about the first positive ad, I'm just going to call it positive or negative. So I felt, um, you know, she has a good voice, a good cadence, a good projection for that type of work. She, I could hear that in politicals if she were to pursue it. So what I would say is the positive ad, she could have been a little softer, maybe a little warmer, because that's the type of ad that you want to get people to trust your candidate. It's more about like trying to engage and relate with them and empathize with them. And the negative ad, um, I would say the same thing. I didn't feel it was aggressive enough. Um, you, you need to be a little more aggressive on attack ads. That's what they're for. They're attack ads. There's to like, you know, sort of say boohoo on like one particular person for whatever corrupt, horrible thing they did in their career. So would you recommend that she highlights the fact that she has that positive skill set that she brings to any project? So if she was reaching out to you, she might say, oh, I, you know, I've got this bright, bubbly personality and and this is this is where I shine. So she's a bit of a niche. Um, You know, I I don't think it's most consultants wouldn't be like, oh, no, I need a bubbly person. It should be more like. Can you get it done? That's like what they look for. They okay. they look more because they could direct you however they need to. What yeah. they need from you is, are you available? Do you have a home studio? Can you work late at night if we need you to? So that's more probably what they need to look for as opposed to personality-based things. Right. You need to be able to work in both styles, positive and negative. It's not like you, once you're the voice of the campaign, you're going to carry all the ideas all the way through. Right. So it's not like, okay, I'll be on this candidate's campaign and I'll do the introductory ads and the bio ads. But when they start to throw mud, I'm going to get off. That's not the way it works. I no, see. Yeah. You have to be able to play both sides of that field. You can't just be nice on one side and never do the other. Yeah. But Abby was a winner. We, you, you could definitely, uh, you know, she should feel positive about it. That, that, that's definitely a voice that could work, particularly uh, like we touched on in the beginning. Like a contemporary, authentic uh, political voice. Yeah, great. I'm going to be adding a little bit of info on the uh, technical recording side because I don't have anything to add on the on the political side. Um, I thought the recording had good clarity. Um, It was a little thin sounding. Um, I don't know whether that was due to mic placement or the mic that she's using. And I heard a little bit of some mouth noise in there, but uh, on the whole, I thought it was sounded sounded pretty good. All right, so let's go on to our next one, and that is Andrew Lander. Andrew Lander. Jason Sander worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sander for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. 
Andrew, nice job. Good, good to hear that voice. Uh, I liked one side better than the other, so I'm going to start with positive. I thought your read on the positive was uh, was good. It was a good attack. Uh, to keep in a more authentic vibe, you probably could have used a little smaller voice because a, a smaller voice, a little quieter, conveys uh, reassurance that, like, you know, he's a good guy. Jason Sandler worked his way through college. It's, it brings a little more more importance to it as opposed to being what I kind of saw as sort of a loud, full full voice. Uh, I love, But I did like what you did on Jason Puts His Money Where His Mouth Is because you kind of toughened up, particularly, uh, like, you know, uh, take on the NRA and the politicians, politicians they own. I thought you handled that line really well. So it was a, it was a good read. Uh, Sam, what do you think about the negative side? Um, so for the negative, um, I, I found the negative ad a little too forced, a little too uh, loud, a little too animated. Because for an attack ad, you're not screaming at the constituents to not, you know, vote for this person. You have to kind of come off as logical. You have to come off as composed. And it didn't give me that vibe. So, you know, it was a good read. It was just, um, I found it a little too much. You have to kind of pull back for those ads. And, you know, you may be justifiably rightly angry, but you got to make sure that the ads kind of keep the composure of the candidate. Cool. Yeah. And uh, tech-wise, Jamie? Yeah, I thought it was a good recording, of course. Um, I think it lacked a little bit of clarity on the high end. It was a little almost like rounded off. It was a little dull almost sounding. With the attack ad, he backed off the mic a lot, which changed the tone a lot because of proximity effect. Um, so, I mean, unless you're really popping the mic, I wouldn't back off that far. Um, you ch- adjust the gain, adjust the mic placement rather than backing so far off because it sounded like a completely different recording. Um, but yeah, um, overall sounded good. All right. So the next one is Bob Donlan. Bob Donlan. Jason Sander worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, The leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sander for President. Sponsored by Sander for President. Irresponsible. Reckless. Corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Sponsored by the Coalition of the Acosta for District 12. Bob, that was a really good job. I'm going to do the positive one on this. So overall, I felt like you definitely had the right tone. Um, it definitely came off as something I would hear on air. It's definitely something I would hear on TV with a commercial because you had the right cadence. You had the right warmth that needs to be in those types of positive political ads, um, whether it's a policy spot or just like a candidate highlight. It, it was a good tone to have for that particular spot. Overall, if anything, if this was in session, I'd say uh, it was just a touch slow because, mm. uh, you know, these ads, they have to hit 
um, very often wall to wall with all the legal and all the coalition and stuff and things like that. So it was a little long. But outside of that, you could easily direct to go a little faster. But that was good. Great job. Yeah. On the negative side, Bob, also very good job. Uh, those those opening three words, uh, irresponsible, reckless, corrupt, that's very typical in a, in a negative ad, uh, a controversial ad like that. So what you're trying to do is, is give this illusion of like uh, their headlines and you're shaking your head like, you know, like, what is this all about? So I thought you captured that really well. Uh, the question, and now he wants to run for Congress. Very good incredibility incredi- there. Very good <laughs> job on that. That's what that quit. That is there to make a transition. You know, and now he like, and now he wants to run for Congress. You know, WTF? Like, you gotta be kidding me! Because <laughs> these ads are trying to heighten awareness. That's the whole point behind a negative ad. You want someone. That's why there's so many negative ads because people tend to like hear a spot like this, and you created that illusion where like you might actually go and like read an article about like, well, did, did small businesses really go out of business? You know, maybe I'll check that out online and I'll learn something. And that's why you see so many negative ads because they're designed. To motivate, they motivate people more to check things out. And on the bottom, when there was the transition into talking about your candidate, Claire Acosta, uh, you hit veteran really nicely. You hit accountable really nicely. Uh, you kind of swallowed the word and before you said bring honesty, integrity back to Texas. The word and kind of got lost, but that's kind of minutia. But I, uh, obviously, your voice has an interesting uh, edge to it. And uh, very often we cast voices like that. So uh, that's a good one, Bob. And he, he read the tags at the end there, which aren't in the voiceover column. So mm-hmm. would that count against him? Uh, no, I don't think so. What do you think, sir? No, I mean, you know, very often they're going to have somebody. They, I think legally, very often the they have to have the the sponsors yeah, the, read on the, the spot. So it's like coalition for Sanders for president. Like, I think legally they're required to do that. So right. very often you hear that. That's not going to count negatively. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember when I put that copy... When I was writing that in the copy, I actually meant for people to read that. So oh, okay. maybe I didn't make it clear. I should have <laughs> put it on the other side. I'm sorry. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't lo- get you or lose you the job. In it. No, absolutely no, not. It no. wouldn't. Okay, great. Um, Tech-wise? Yeah, from the tech side, I thought it, it sounded good. Um, he's strongly gating his voice. Um, and I think that's because he's got a no- noise issues because I can hear it when he's speaking a little bit if I was really listening carefully. Um, it, you know, it wasn't probably strong enough that, I mean, it certainly wouldn't come through with in a political ad when there's sound effects and music and all that kind of stuff. But if it was a very dry read and people were listening carefully, you'd hear that gating coming in and out a little harshly. Um, but in general, no, I think it sounded nice and clear. Cool. All right. On to the next. There's more races. <laughs> Chris Buzel. Chris Buzel. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, 
a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Hey, Chris, thanks. Good to hear it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm talking on the positive side. Uh, the, it didn't really knock me out. You know, it would take more direction. Uh, the, it seemed very much the same right up and down the page. Uh, and even the opening part, it was, you weren't, you didn't come across as factual. You were coming across almost questioning, like he built a business worth billions of dollars. Like, you know, like, well, yeah, that's a good thing, you know? Uh, so I didn't think it had the strength that it needed right out of the gate. Uh, and even when he got into the gun part and put, taken on the NRA, it, it seemed a little slow. Uh, and you really need to land on that to protect Americans, kids, and families, which basically, if you're looking at this script and you're an announcer, you have to really go through the words and look for the keywords, just like on any project, you know, politicals are the same. You want to see what the writer, he or she put in to pull out what's important and particularly pull out what's important to the candidate, like what this race is about. So uh, obviously maybe something happened in this district while well, he's running for president. So obviously one of his cares are American families. So you really want to land on to protect American kids and families, because that's going to be probably a slogan for him. So it was a good attempt. Uh, it didn't knock me out, but, uh, you know, I'm happy to have listened to it. Great. Okay. I am on the negative side on this one. So let me think. Um, there's probably a phrase I like to use when it comes to negative attack ads. I call it righteous contempt. Mm. Um, think of it like this. It's like you are just disgusted by the horrible thing this candidate has done. And you're like, in your head, you're like, I can't believe they did this. And now they want to run for Congress. Um, I didn't really kind of get that vibe. I didn't feel like there was like any real kind of energy into it. Like not energy, energy is not the right word, but you didn't have the cadence or the attack or the tone needed for a negative ad. It was more just sort of like, oh, well, he did this and he did this and now he wants to run for Congress. It's more like you have to kind of almost believe at that point, like, hey, I can't believe this person did it. They're going to want to direct you as if you're a constituent upset about this specific thing. Yeah. So there's a fine line really between overselling it and underplaying it as per mm-hmm. usual yeah. in voiceovers, but <laughs> even more so in politicals, right? Oh, yeah, very much, because they're, it, it's it's weird. I would say that politicals have sort of this audio uncanny valley. It's like so easy for people to just be disenfranchised with something and not want to have anything to do with it if it doesn't sound right. So it's like, oh, well, I don't feel like I could trust this person. They don't sound sincere. It's like, oh, no way. They're selling me way too much on this candidate. Mm. It's a really, really, really fine line to walk. So. Yeah. It, it it can be tough. It really can be. Right. It's a very specific genre. And like, as, as I kind of pointed to, uh, it has a rhythm. Like Sam and I know that rhythm. When we look at the copy, the copy's written for that effect. Uh, so, you know, if you are interested in this field, which is, a, you know, a very lucrative, positive field, uh, you really have to do your work behind it. Like, I understand the candidate. You got to understand his or her district. You got to understand what sort of consultant and the type of ads they make. So there, a lot of work goes into it. You know, mm. we try to, you know, we do it every day. Uh, we do it very quickly. But like I said, we go back to Dukakis. We go back to uh, Clinton Gore. We've been doing it a long time and we have an enthusiasm for it. And uh, that's what you need to slowly build up. So interestingly, uh, talk about the tech, Jamie. How'd, how'd that work for Chris? 
Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, he had really good clarity. He's obviously got a lot of low end in his voice. Um, what I liked, actually, particularly, was that he didn't boost that up and make it too dominating. Uh, people with a lot of low end can sometimes overcook it. Um, I think he probably high-passed, so some of that was cut off, um, so that it had that sort of cut and bite would, would fit well in an ad. Um, but yeah, that was. I thought it sounded really good. All right, so on to our next one. Danny Cervoni. Danny Cervoni. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Acosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Hey, Danny, great. Nice authority. Uh, Sam, what do you think about the positive one? So for the positive one, I thought it had like a really good tone and attack. Um, I feel overall it could just be a little warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it didn't have the warmth you need for something positive and, um, you know, I guess you could say like inviting for a candidate. Um, and overall, the whole thing just needs to be faster. Like yeah. one thing I'm probably going to stress for everything throughout all of these is that um, political ads are fast. You have to be able to get it in within the time, whether it's a 15, 30, 45, 60, it doesn't matter. Because usually they run wall to wall. So you got to make sure that your speed is up to game. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Similar thing on the negative side. I thought the top was really good, actually. Uh, You know, on negative ads, again, you're trying to shake things up. You're trying to get people to uh, motivate people to think badly about the other candidate. So the irresponsible, reckless, corrupt, excellent. Uh, As a side note, when you talk about the other candidate, when you mention his or her name, they're a bum. Every time. <laughs> so, like, it, you know, it's natural to be like, oh, this is the client's name. And you go up on it. So you kind of, like, Don, naturally, Danny, you went, like, as mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael, but you forgot he's a bum. So it's really, <laughs> as mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael, like, oh, that creep. Just John. start the take with, ugh. <laughs> you, you could do you could enter like you know, they have the little, people have that pre-ramble to when they start to read. So, like, you know, oh, I can't believe this irresponsible yeah <laughs> you know, yeah so, it's helpful so, it works. so just, just as a as a small little note uh the the other guy or the other woman whoever they are or the other issue like you know issue five you know it's just like no way so uh you always have that uh th- the transitional question really good but when you got to clara costa you tried to do it you kind of went up but you were still too slow it has to be like wow take a look at this here's the contrast but otherwise you know, like I, I started with nice authority in your voice uh you know real potential there yeah. uh, what about the tech I thought she sounded great. I think she just has to be careful with popping. Um, mm-hmm. Mic placement using a pop shield. Um, be careful of how you push air out of your mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, I thought it sounded great. 
Cool. All right, let's get on to James Lorenz. James Lorenz. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right, I'll be quick, uh, James. Uh, the pace was good. The read with the upticks are never going to work. Uh, political voiceovers, you land on your ideas. You know, good-paying jobs along the way. The politicians, they own. Because you even went up on, like, Jason Sandler for president. Maybe? No, like, no. That's mm. not how you do it. So uh, uh, nice quality on the read. Uh, Jamie will talk about that, but probably not the best uh, attack pulling out the, the key words for a political spot. You're on, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for the negative attack ad, um, I swear, I'm not trying to be evil. It's just... <laughs> It, it's just more along the lines of it doesn't have like, again, it's more like it sounds like a cell. The whole point is that the whole ad sounded like a cell. And it, to me, that's not genuine for something like a political race. You need to be genuine. If you cannot mm. prove that you are a genuine, you know, lizard under the costume, you have to make sure <laughs> that you can at least pretend to fool people that you're not a lizard person. So, um, you know. <laughs> It's just like, um, getting back to it, though, I would say it was a little hammy. It didn't have the composure again. Like I said, it was a little screamy, um, as some of the other ads had been in the past. Um, It doesn't have that composure. It doesn't have that righteous contempt. So it it just needs a little bit of work. I have a question. Um, On the attack ad, when it changes over, um, no one's done it so far, but is it too hammy to... When it changes to, what is the line, Clara Costa, I think? Right, Um, for Texas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if they were to word it with sort of an unwritten um, inflection, like Clara Costa has da 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 da, as if like Clara Costa is the is the the new way, the right way, um, people are, bla- are blasting through her name a bit and not yeah. really doing that turnaround. Yeah, I, I'll agree. It's a good good note. Uh, that line has to be like strong and create a presence. Is what I meant by landing on it. Yeah. And, and now and now he wants to run for Congress. You know, like that. So he's. The trends, and then like the music changes, bum 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 bum. Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district. Yeah, a veteran, a fighting, holding corrupt. It's like bang bang bang. It's such an important right point, right? It's such an important. Right. Hit. Yeah, yeah. Like and you and you'll see that's a formula of a lot of uh, consultants. It's a formula that's that works very well in political advertising. Mm. So it's a good thing to point out. Yeah. Um, but the the quality of the recording was good, right, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. I think it was lacking a little bit in the high frequency. It sounds like he's been doing some noise reduction, I think, on his production. Um, but otherwise, I think it sounded sounded very good. Yeah, it had uh, had good range, good dynamics, everything. All right, great job. Good. All right, John Henry Krause. John Henry Krause. 
Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress. Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote Claire Acosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, we know John's voice. We uh, audition him a lot. Uh, he's uh, known here as Lotus as JHK because <laughs> he and I have the same initials. <laughs> so he has an in. But uh, what did you think about the positive side, uh, Sam? So I really liked the positive ad. It had a nice tone, nice attack. Um, your timing was on point. I didn't feel like it was dragging. I really liked it overall. Mm. I would just say a touch warmer towards the back end, especially on the line where it's like to protect American kids and families, because you're coming right out of that block where he's talking about the gun violence. You need to be just a touch warmer, a touch more empathetic. But the way that you got through it, it was great. I was really happy with it. Yeah. As, as I said, we know John, we like his voice anyway. Uh, on the negative spot, uh, a little more differentiation and those three opening words, they kind of add up because of their headlines. It's very typical. You see the newspaper headlines and you see like, you know, a guy in handcuffs or something. And it's going to be like, you know, irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. You know, it's like bang, bang, bang. Uh, but the thing we were just talking about that Jamie pointed out, the transition when uh, when John went into uh, Clara Costa, perfect job on that. Maybe a, even a little more. I might tweak it a little more. But John really had that right sense of like, here's the top and here's the bottom. Uh, so, uh, yeah, th- there's a real... You know, John would be an excellent choice for political type voiceover. Uh, it might have seemed a little even overall, like not a lot of contrast. But I know, like again, like any consultant, uh, whether he or she, whoever's directing you, they know that they can get that contrast out of you if they ask for you. So, and that plays well to picture too, right? That mm-hmm. that flatter right. read sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm. Um, and sound wise, it sounded beautiful. I thought it was like. A perfect recording. Clarity, dynamics, natural, not overprocessed. So brilliant. Great job. Thumbs up to JHK everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>, all JHKs <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> now you know how to get in front of us. Change yeah. your name. Change your name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Ken Parlman. Ken Parlman. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator. Problem solver. The leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible. Reckless. Corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close 
and displacing residents. And now, he wants to run for Congress. Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Acosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right. Ken brought a really good job. Ken brought a really interesting edge to it. Certainly had a lot of authority. You know, if you look at the specs on the top of the positive, the positive spot, we have uplifting, aspirational, honest. Uh, it might not have been as aspirational. There's an element to positive spots where if you're ahead, you make positive spots because you really want to cement people's support. Uh, mm. You're trying to appeal to their pride and their enthusiasm. So I really like the edge in Ken's voice. I like what he did at the top a lot. But he may be, you know, for this spot in particular, he maybe should have gone to his honesty, uplifting kind of side a little bit more. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, I really liked it. Uh, there's a tricky middle paragraph there that witnessing the impact of gun violence across America. Uh, basically, the important part of there is gun violence across America, take on the NRA, protect American kids and families. Those are the three key lines. Mm. So I, again, Ken did a pretty good job there. Could have been better. Could have landed a little more. Again, he had that uptick, which is not really part of political spots. But as we listen to other voices along the way, maybe we'll sort of kind of listen to see who handles that middle transition really well. But otherwise, that's a good political voice. Yeah. And, uh, your thoughts, Sam? So I'm glad that you mentioned transitions because there's something that about particularly the negative attack ad that I want to get at. You look at the copy, you kind of have it split into two pieces, right? You have the part where it's all negative against... Um, St. Michael, and then you go into Acosta. You want Acosta to be, you know, kind of like the hero. It, it's the hero shot here. Mm. So what I'm not really seeing is the transition there. So the top was really good because it had like that righteous contempt I'm talking about. The middle got a little hammy because it's like, he did this and he did that. No, it needs to be more like, and he did this and it was horrible, da 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 da. And, um, you know, it, it got a little hammy. And then by the time you're trying to get to Acosta, it gets kind of silly. It's like, I don't feel any genuine um you know i don't i don't feel anything genuine to try to support this particular candidate it's like clara costa she does this and she does this it's almost like you're angry with her it's like oh my god mm. <laughs> like you don't have to be angry yeah. at the person you're supposed to lift them up that's what it's for and it sounded to right. me like he missed the incredulity of the and now he's running for congress you know like right. yeah that it was, was more another of a statement thing. rather than a yeah but again, if you listen, if you follow the pattern that uh, announcers were being chosen for political advertising, again, the rhythm, you, you'll, you'll, you'll get those clues. You just got to study it a little more. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, Ken, good job. Yeah. And the sound was great. I think he did a great job with his, his recording. Okay. Linda Poff. Linda Poff. Jason Sander worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way, witnessing the impact of gun violence across America. Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sander for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district. 
a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Acosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Cool. Yeah. Very interesting voice, Linda. Nice voice. Uh, Sam's on the positive side. So I, I really did like the way that it, your voice had a softness to it, which works well with this particular type of ad. Mm. So it's like, he did this. It's really nurturing. This is why he's a good candidate for America, especially for the kids. So I liked that. You know, this is probably the only time I'm going to say it. This is the first time I found the uh, the read a little fast. So <laughs> yeah. um, I felt like it, it could have been fleshed out just a touch more because I felt like there were some, you know, target words you could have landed on a little more. So if you had taken a little more time with it, um, it, it definitely could have been masterclass right there. But honestly, it was really good. I, I really did like the positive ad. Yeah, I agree with Sam. A, a very nice, interesting, light uh, quality about your voice, Linda, with a, just a sample of edge. I think particularly on the negative spot, you didn't seem to be into it, like, because you might not be a person who's into negative ads <laughs> or being negative. So you almost seem like you bailed out a little bit. Uh, you weren't nearly positive enough on the bottom. Uh, but you did a great job on the transitional question. You really hit yeah. that fine. But, uh, you know, when, again, when we talk about those opening three words, that uh, sense of bewilderment, that shake in my head, uh, that just wasn't there. But, like, I really dug your voice. So, uh, you, you know, obviously we do these things to meet people. There's an element of finding talent in, involved in all this. So uh, even though, like, we like a lot of the people we're hearing today, in my mind right away it's like, well, okay, I think I can sell that woman. I can sell that voice. Uh, so, but in specific to politicals, you got to be able to do positive and negative. You, and you definitely got to be able to do negative. So, uh, you know, it, I would give you another crack at it if we, uh, you know, had you here in the studio. But well done. And if you're re recording these auditions one after another, positive, then negative, to make that transition, we were laughing about it earlier, but it's true. If you create for yourself a lead in sentence that you could, you know, and incorporate a pause so you can cut it out mm -hmm. later, <laughs> it might help you to get into that zone. Like, Right. That's sometimes helpful to get into that headspace. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of talents use it, and I, I think they use it successfully. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to do it, but it works. Yeah. And, and from the recording side, uh, sounded great. No notes. Cool, cool. Sounded good. Okay. Lucille Fox. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason had to put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own, to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible. Reckless. Corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families fighting gentrification and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right. Lucille. I like your voice. Yeah. Sounds great. Little accent in there. Nothing wrong Irish. with a little accent, right, yeah, Jamie? Absolutely. <laughs> I, lo I love it. Uh, I love the uh, 
the boldness to say like, hey, I don't care about my accent. I don't care what this is my voice. I'm going to attack this project. Uh, so I like that a lot. Uh, obviously, we don't use a lot of accented voices in politics. Uh, obviously, we do produce in many different languages. We produce in Spanish all the time. Uh, if a campaign is big enough, certainly on a presidential level, but we do produce like Mandarin ads. We produce Polish ads that are very market specific. So uh, you might find an Irish British community that might be looking for your read. But I thought your handling of the material was really outstanding. A nice strong read, good pace. It had the strength. And actually, I particularly liked your voice on the negative one. So mm. yeah, but Sam, Sam may, may or may not agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That pregnant pulse Maybe, told him. It, it might story. be my <laughs> Irish upbringing from my mother. <laughs> I, I recognize that voice. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Okay. sorry. Sorry, Mom. Composure. I'm getting my composure back. Give me a second. Okay. So um, I am going to disagree with Jim on this one. So it's not that I didn't like your attack with the read. It's more just that... I could hear it in your voice. I sounded like you weren't confident with the copy and you needed to just kind of flesh it out a little more. I'm not sure um, how much time you kind of took with it. Uh, it's just, it feels like um, the, it was, the sentences were kind of choppy. It was hard for me to follow the thought because it would cut off in the middle of it. And I have the copy in front of me. I'm like, oh no, it's definitely supposed to run from here to here. So um, I would have definitely liked to maybe get another read where I hear the ideas fleshed out a little more. Mm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. And only from the technical side, um, I think it sounded great. Again, uh, it would just be that you might want to work on mic placement a bit because the breaths were quite loud. Um, either that, or you can try and reduce the sound of your breaths as you deliver or pull them down later in post, but uh, otherwise sounded great. Okay. On to the next one. Mark Lee. Mark Lee. Jason Sander worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own, to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sander for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now, he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. Sam's up. Okay, so I have the positive ad this time. I really liked your positive ad. You had a lot of nice warmth in the top. You knew where you needed to land with each sentence, which I really appreciated. I felt like there was a little bit of um, overemphasis on specific parts, 
kind of like uh, specifically uh, worth billions of dollars. It should be more like a global business worth billions of dollars. You have to kind of change where your emphasis is because, yes, money is great. But at the same time, um, kind of highlight the good things he's done either for like his community, the world, not necessarily other specific parts of it. Um Overall, I, I just really liked it. I could say you lost a little bit of the warmth towards the back end of your spot, but otherwise I was happy with it. Uh, you have a really nice voice, Mark. Uh, it reminds me, if you want to go back and check something out, there was an announcer in the 60s and 70s and 80s who was so popular. His name was Peter Thomas. And uh, you have a quality in your voice that's very much like Peter. And Peter had an amazing career and did a ton of political work. Now, in specific, on the negative side, I think you, you fell into that pile of like, I really don't want to do negative ads or it's not my style because you came out so dark and angry. And really, the spec was a fed up sense of bewilderment. And that's really not where you started at all. You know, you did a little better on the bottom. But uh, again, number one, I really like the quality of your voice, the style of your voice. Uh, so if you're going to be in the political game, you got to work on your negative side a little bit. And like for anyone, really take a look at those specs because the writer, no matter who he or she is, they took the time to put those specs on for a very specific reason. A lot of thought and a lot of discussions and meetings went into, even though those, those seem like very simple words, a lot of work went into putting that on the page. All right, great. And from a technical standpoint, um, he's got a lot of low end in his voice, and that really did build up. It's kind of the opposite situation to Chris Buzel earlier. Chris had a lot of low end in his voice, but he didn't overplay it. He's in a booth, and I can hear the booth. It's too boothy mm -hmm. sounding. Um, so he needs to work on um, reducing that. Interestingly, in his second read, it wasn't as bad. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know what he changed. Actually, yeah, there's transition in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Um, but yeah, um, sounded good. All right, so cool. uh, let's move on to Matt yeah. Delhauer. Matt Delhauer. Jason Sander worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sander for president. Irresponsible. Reckless. Corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district. A veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right, so I think I'm going to kick things off because I want to address the elephant in the room on this one, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is that it's very quiet. The recording also sounded very lively, so it sounded like he was recording in an open room almost. Um, when you get a really quiet, quiet read like that, when you're scrolling through tens, potentially hundreds of submissions, is that off-putting just to hear something so much quieter than everything else? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it jumps out and not in a positive way. Because mm. uh, you're always thinking like, hey, I have to, even if I love Matt's voice, which, you know, Matt had a nice voice, nice clean read, but I still have to forward that to my client. And is he or she going to have difficulty living, listening to that? Uh, or do I have to go in and boost the audio myself? Do I have to take a few minutes, whether it's Samurai, to like uh, augment your audio in some way? So you, obviously you want to don't put you don't want to put any hurdle in front of yourself to get to the job. So yeah, bad audio or soft audio, or super loud audio is a you know that's a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as far as the read, uh, again a nice clean read, but too slow, too choppy. Uh, didn't really lean into like. Built a global business, created good paying jobs, uh, put as, you know, those the take on the NRA. These are the keywords that have to come out. So it just came across as like, I'm going down the page and I'm reading all the words properly and hopefully you will like me. Which is, again, a nice clean read and good diction, but not quite right for politicals. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of the negative, I have a couple of things I want to get to. So, so far, Matt is the first person to actually have a nice switch into the Clara Costa bit of the spot because it had the warmth it needed. It kind of highlighted her, gave her the, the spot that the, you know, gave her the time in the spot that she needed. However, I do think that also comes from the fact that he may have not been that comfortable doing the negative ad to begin with, because I found the negative portion on the top uh, a little too dastardly Dan. It's like, (laughs) he's corrupt. He's evil. It should be more like you have to, like, again, I keep saying that word, righteous contempt, kind of have to keep your composure. It didn't have that. And, but the thing is, it's like a really apparent switch once you get into the Clara Costa bit. So, you know, I really did like that half of the spot. I just think the top needed work. Cool. Yeah. That's a good one. Good note. So the next person is Rich Savage. Rich Savage. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Clara Costa is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Clara Costa. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right, Rich. Yeah. So uh, on the positive one, uh, the Jason spot, uh, probably too slow, certainly too slow. wasn't snappy enough to be a spot that would be encouraging and make you feel confident about this candidate and... uh, you know, keep your vote in his side and you not think about any other candidates. Uh, the tone was, I think if you picked up your pace, you would have had a more dynamic read and it might have been more on point. Uh, any thoughts on the negative one, Sam? So for the negative one, I liked it overall. I found it a little slow. Um, but there was just a slight funky transition going from, you know, the negative part of the ad into the Clara Costa part. Mm. You were still kind of negative on her name. 
But, you know, after you got through that line, it got the sort of like, um, you know, admiration that you need for that type of spot. So it worked well. Just ironing out that transition is all you would have need to do. Cool. Yeah. And uh, from a tech standpoint, um, I think it sounded okay, pretty good. Um, there was a lot of space before the voice started. I think that was like a mm-hmm. second and a half before the, the file played. Um, so you might want to tighten that up because that's just a little annoying, uh, you know, particularly from your standpoint. Sam and Jim, where you have to listen to 400 auditions and you've got right, this big Right, when you're gap. waiting to audition, it's like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> so I did, but, you know, a, a certainly a good attempt. You know, I kind of like it. Yeah. The booth is a bit boothy sounding as well. Um, right. It's a bit boxy sounding. So I, I think you need to put a bit more bass trapping in your booth to, to remove some of that. There's definitely been like four or five voices that uh, are definitely like really usable that are possible in, a, in the political game. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what we really haven't touched on, though we're going to listen, still listen to some other voices, is uh, obviously these are campaign spots, but there are also issue ads. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of issue ads. Obviously, that's packed money. And there's a lot of work to be found in those. Uh, there are ads that uh, we did one last season that was by, I'm not going to say name the client, but it's an interest group. And basically, they made a free commercial for every congressperson. Oh. And so they just dropped You just drop in the name. It's the same spot over and over and over again. Uh, so there's, there's an opportunity there to be successful if you get on one of those, uh, uh, those items. And then, uh, Sam will talk a little bit about how, like, you really do have to pick one or the other side of the aisle. Uh, she can talk to that point. Sam can talk to that point because, uh, the consultants all listen to each other's material. And so, uh, you can't really be someone in the old, old days. You could like maybe do both sides of the campaigns, mm. but not anymore, but let's listen to somebody else. Okay. Uh, this is Sakshi Sharma. Hello, this is Sakshi's voice. Jason Sander worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sander for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As a mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Claire Rocosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who is dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Rocosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right. Sam's going to go positive. So for the positive ad, I liked the energy you brought to it. However, I just found this spot overall a little too chipper, a little too sing-songy. With something like this, you need to be serious. So um, it, it, it just didn't come off as, you know, kind of taking either the candidate or the policy seriously. But, you know, it was a good voice, and I could definitely hear that specifically, like, um, you know, political ads for the most part tend to have American accents. But, uh, you know, especially if you're doing it in a population area where they need to get, um, you know, particular demographics to vote, I could definitely see this uh, running, like, you know, on radio or wherever, you know, you would probably put that kind of ad. Mm. I agree, actually. I kind of like the read. I thought the interpretation was definitely there within the copy. 
the in, on the negative spot, once you got to the Clara Costa spot, I thought it could have been warmer when you start to talk about her her qualities as a veteran or fighting gentrification. Uh, the top was kind of hard, which is it should be, but you should have had more of a transition. But I did think your ending, your bullet, your tag ending was actually very good. So uh, I agree with Sam. Uh, it is important to know that in uh, political advertising, it's getting much more market specific. Uh, we did have the chance to work on the Bloomberg mayor mayoral campaign. And we did spots in maybe six, eight languages for that campaign. Uh, so th- I think that'll be a trend. You'll see more and more and more targeted ads. So even if you do have an accent or if you do speak another language, uh, there's opportunities in, in political work for you. So I have a question for you both, actually, um, yes. regarding the slate. On the direction in the specs, it actually said, just say your name in the slate. Uh, right. When someone adds a, hey, hi, how's it going <laughs> to a slate, does yes. that annoy you? Or does it wake you up? Do you like it? Do you vote? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, Sam's you could already you could, you, you could hear my one syllable answer in that. Um, to be perfectly honest, it's like when uh, we get slates sometimes that are like, "Hey, my name is so and so. I'm with so and so agency. Da 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 da. Yeah. My agent is so and so. My grandmother's name is Jean. It just becomes a lot. So yeah. you know, try to be whatever the directions say. If they want you to slate your city, your agent, go for it. But if it's not asked for, it's not needed. Yeah. It just it you know, it's it's weird. It's like how quick your blood pressure could go up if you have to wait for the spot. Yeah. I know it seems like kind of odd and petty, but it's just a natural reaction. Yeah. yeah right. I'd agree. You you want to get into the reads, you want to hear what's going on and you know, it's nice to put your personality out there, but you know, we're hiring you for your read. You know, we'll like you for your personality, but I'm hiring you for your read. So Yeah. Uh maybe a quick note on uh working on both sides of the aisle or choosing one side of the aisle, Sam. What do you think about that? You can't choose both sides of the aisle. You got to pick one or the other, and that's it. Maybe, you know, Jim kind of said it for me earlier <laughs> um, about, you know, maybe back in the day you could have done that, but definitely not in this political climate. There's no way. You know, it's true. The consultants all talk to each other. They may work on two different think tanks from opposite ends of the, you know, the whole political spectrum, but chances are they are grabbing drinks together on K Street. So very likely they're going to know each other. It, it, you can't do that. And besides, it's like conflict. It, it's like any kind of conflict. You can't do both sides. And they're all listening to the finished product as well, right? They're all listening to oh, each yeah, other. Exactly. Yeah. They're very aware of each other's work. Uh, you know, obviously, that's their, their part of their job. And uh, it's also very specific on the conflict areas. If you're doing, Obviously, there's so many congressional districts. We do a lot of work on the congressional level. And when you're in looking at a state like Texas or a state like Ohio, there's so many people uh, running. Uh, and so you have to... Uh, we we have a grid that shows where our people are. And so all of a sudden it's like, hey, we want to use, you know, Bob in Georgia. Well, it's like, okay, Bob is in this district, this district, and this district. And some decisions are made like really specific like that. Like they don't want certain voices up against each other. Yeah. Um, so let's hear, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. about the, the quality of the studio or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> sorry the, about that. <laughs> Trying to cut me out my own podcast there, Jim. Um, (laughs) No, the recording sounded good. Um, The only thing I would say really is it was quite dynamic, overly dynamic Um, Mm volume-wise. She was sort of loud at some parts and quiet on the others, so she can work on her mic technique and um, maybe a little bit in post to smooth that out a bit, but otherwise I think it sounded good. Right, yeah, the quality was good. Obviously, you you were aware of the editing that went in to make the take, but... Yeah. You know, it's obviously, it's much better if you could have a nice, even performance for the producer to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next person is Sandra Dyson. Sandra Dyson. Jason Sandor worked his way through college, 
built a global business worth billions of dollars and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own. To protect American kids and families, job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress. Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Acosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right, Sandra, that, that was great. I thought it was really good. I thought it was both positive and the negative spots. Uh, I just felt the authenticity of it. It was really an authentic read. Uh, definitely connected to the material. Uh, it, I felt for one of the few, I felt like, wow, you really care about this issue, Ed? You really care about this uh, candidate? So I thought, really, Sandra, that was great. Like, I would, for sure, I'd, you know, obviously you have a sort of specific tone, but a lot, a lot of times on these podcasts, I say, like, I know I can sell that voice. Like, right yeah. away, like, bang, I know I can sell that voice. Sam? So I definitely, I agree with Jim. I, have some notes about the negative ad, but overall, I really liked the tone of your voice. Your tone was great. We, I could definitely hear you on either side of these ads. You know, if you ended up booking it and you were in session and this was your first take, I would say, you know, overall, it was a little soft. It was fairly slow. It, it definitely got progressively slower as we got through the ad. Mm. And I found it a bit choppy um, because you would say something and then you would kind of stop. And then I'm not sure if that was for emphasis, but, you know, it, it was just a little touch, uh, choppy. And then uh, the question where it's like, and now he's running for Congress? I didn't get that. You kind of made yeah. it a statement as opposed to like a rhetorical question. So outside of that, I, that's what I would direct you if you were in session. But I was really happy with your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jane? Yeah, um, the voice was so beautifully smooth sounding <laughs> in terms of the quality, um, but it was almost the opposite of Matt Delhauer, where he sort of under-processed it and, uh, you know, didn't get the gain up. She overcooked it on the compression and the gating because it was very, very choppy sounding. Uh, it mm-hmm. sounds to me like she's trying to compensate for a noise issue in her recording space. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So I think she needs to pull that back, pull that, all that, that production there, down yeah. a bit because it was super loud. Um mm-hmm. Which you could probably get away with in an audition, but if you're sending a file to a client, that's it's just too much. But yeah, great. Yes. Otherwise, it's just doing a bit less of what she's doing. Yeah, and one of the important parts of uh, trying to get into the political, of, you know, world of political spots is your home studio and your tech has to be just perfect. Yeah, the the, the consultants will give you one shot, and if you're you know, if you say you have Source Connect and then you don't, or if you say your studio is professional and it's not, they'll they'll know right away and you're out. Yeah. They'll just they'll never come back to you. They don't. These people don't have any time to waste. So, uh, some of them still put people in studios. We have a job today. We're going to have people here in studio, but obviously that's not the trend of the industry. So, if you do want to th- consider political work, you really have to have your studio 100 percent ready to go. Yeah. Who's next? Sonia Callen. <laughs> 
Sonia Callen. Jason Sandar worked his way through college, built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas's 12th district, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification, and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Acosta. Bring honesty and integrity back to Texas. All right. So I was very, very happy with your tone and attack. You did a great job on that. Um, personally, I was very happy with your voice. This is definitely something I could hear on a spot. I would say overall, um, you just have a, a couple of weird emphases in some specific spots. Like your tone needed didn't exactly land on a sentence or it carried over oddly into the next one. But really, that's the only comment I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam's point is correct. Like, uh, 100% Sonia, we hire women who sound like you for political advertising, for sure. You know, we'll probably do it before the week's out. I'll send you her email. <laughs> Very good. So uh, I agree with Sam, though. Some of the, We talked about this a little earlier. There's an element in political advertising where you land on the idea. You have to bring the closing and displacing residents. You have to come down. You seem to have a little too many upticks. So just like with everyone else, if you kind of keep your ear on political advertising, see the attack and the way people deliver it on air right now, I could see you definitely getting involved. Brilliant. Yeah. And I think from a studio standpoint, uh, sounds great. I would just be careful yeah. of the S's a little bit. Um, that can be with mic placement. That could be a bit of processing afterwards um, and delivery, obviously, of your voice as well. But uh, otherwise, sounded great. So I think we're moving on to the final one. All right. All right. This is Wolf Williams. The wolf. I've got the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Dang it. Let's hear it. Wolf Williams. Jason Sandar worked his way through college built a global business worth billions of dollars, and created tens of thousands of good-paying jobs along the way. Witnessing the impact of gun violence across America, Jason put his money where his mouth is, creating a movement to take on the NRA and the politicians they own to protect American kids and families. Job creator, problem solver, the leader America needs. It's time to rebuild our country. Jason Sandar for president. Irresponsible, reckless, corrupt. As mayor of Fort Worth, John St. Michael awarded leases and contracts to his corporate sponsors, forcing hundreds of small businesses to close and displacing residents. And now he wants to run for Congress? Claire Acosta is the right choice for Texas 12th District, a veteran who's dedicated to protecting Texas families, fighting gentrification and holding corporations accountable. Vote for Claire Acosta. Great. Uh, Sam and I know Wolf. We've worked with Wolf. Uh, He is a very talented guy. Uh, He sounded very good on that political ad, same as with Sonia. I know I could sell Wolf. Uh, I thought it was a little slow. Uh, I Mm -hmm. thought he could have been a little stronger, particularly on the positive side. 
because uh, again, when you're doing these positive ads in the back of your mind, you want to convince people that, hey, you've made the right choice. Don't think about anybody else. This is your candidate. Uh, so the overall, that's a great, great Wolf is definitely usable in the political field. Yeah. So I am really happy this was the negative ad we ended on because I got the snark I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, especially with these attack ads, you have to be kind of snarky. You have to be a little sarcastic. You have to be a little rhetorical with when you talk. You know, I mentioned that righteous contempt. I keep saying that word. So, you know, the the thing with that is I finally got it. I was really happy to hear how you were like, so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that, and now they want to run for Congress? Get out of my face. So <laughs> yeah. I was very happy to hear that. So uh, that was great. Overall, outside of that, a little slow, but, you know, that's nothing uh, That's nothing when you're in a session. that You could direct that, that. Right, yeah. You could direct Wolf into anything you want, I think. It would work really well. Yeah. Uh, any quick notes on the tech, Jamie? No. To be honest, I thought it sounded great. Um, a lot of people yeah. with super deep voices tend to overcook the low end. <laughs> they push that up way too much, um, which he didn't do. It still had that clarity and that bite with that resonance as well. I think he did a great job with the tech. I think it sounds awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Brilliant. So that brought us to an end, huh? Yeah. That's the last one. Wow. It was great. It was, uh, Jamie, a lot of fun. Uh, everyone who read, uh, thank you for taking the time to read. Uh, Thank you for being interested in, uh, you know, uh, thank you for being, for all talents everywhere. Thanks for being in the business. Yeah. As producers, Sam and I, as people who cast and direct and produce, we can't do anything without you. So we're always looking for new voices. <laughs> uh, we're always trying to help people grow their careers. So, uh, you know, that's sort of the, the slogan at Lotus Productions. Uh, in specific to political demos, uh, I don't think you need a political demo to be an, in the political world. Uh, we cast off other demos, but... Hmm. It's a, it's a moment of specialization. So, you know, if you have the time, you have the energy, you have the interest, maybe going ahead and making one uh, could have a positive effect. Okay. Uh, but obviously we cast both ways. But, uh, you know, I hope we get a chance to meet some of you uh, more. We get a chance to audition some of you people. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can have some success. Uh, Sam? So one kind of note I want to end on. Um, you know, if for any reason you felt we were being a little harsh, a little critical, you know, that's not our intention. Just keep in mind, this is a very, very cutthroat field. Mm. What we are saying is very cushioned compared <laughs> to what a lot of the consultants would say amongst themselves and amongst talent. So, you know, it, this is in no way to make anybody feel, you know, kind of bad or negative about themselves or how they read. Just keep in mind, if you're really serious, you got to have a thick skin for this particular part of the industry. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. this is a tough part of the – all the whole parts of the industry are, are rough, but political advertising is a tough game, got tough people in it. They know what they want. They look for perfection every time. So if you got your game together and you're ready to go, great. You know, we, you can give it a try. Yeah. Uh, any last notes from you, Jamie? No, I just want to thank everyone who submitted, and particularly I want to thank you two both for all the time you spent on this. Uh, we've obviously spent a large amount of time on all of these, and uh, you really went in on all of them with detail and uh, you know taking the time with everyone. So I want to thank you for that. Now, finally, I want to just give you an opportunity to share all your social media and your websites and stuff so that everyone can follow you and stay connected with you guys. Sure, that'd be great. Uh, Sam will to chime in here. So we have many <laughs> social medias. So you can find us on Facebook at Lotus Productions. You can also find us on Twitter at Lotus Prods VO. Yeah, P-R-O-D-S-V-O. And then on Instagram, you can find us at Lotus Productions. And then I also have 
Twitters and Instagrams for this. <laughs> so my Twitter and Instagram are the same. It's Femgineer Sam, F-E-M-M-E-G-I-N-E-E-R Sam. Yeah, and uh, we do encourage people to follow us. It's a way that we see that you're interested in what we do. Uh, we use Twitter a lot to talk about the future of the industry. We tend to use Instagram to show what we're working on in the studio. Uh, so if you want to get a little insight into what's happening at Lotus and what we think about and where we think the industry is going, please follow us. And uh, sincerely, uh, Jamie, a pleasure. Always great to be on the podcast. You know, it's really well made. It's so informative. I think it really helps people. Gets great reviews. So uh, continued success. And uh, we'll look forward, Sam and I will look forward to being on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. And one final plug that I'm going to throw in there is if you guys want to meet Jim and Sam uh, in September... I'm pretty sure someone from Lotus, at least, will be at Vocation, which is our conference in New York City, and uh, you can come and shake Jim and Sam's hand. Absolutely. Um, you'll get, you're going to get both of us. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't want to presume, but I was hoping. <laughs> It'll be our pleasure. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks, as always, to our guests, our sponsor, JMC Demos, and to Backstage Magazine. And a special shout-out goes to Patreon super member Angus McLeod. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at VO School Podcast. And for early access to episodes and for other perks, become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash VO School. I'll see you again next time. <laughs>